Have you ever followed a brand on social media and felt like you were truly part of their story, not a spectator? What was it about their online presence that drew you in and made you feel connected? Welcome back to Shine On Success Podcast. I'm Dion Malish, your host, and I'm here with my friend, Caitlin Young, the visionary founder and CEO of Social Media Doctor, a two-time best-selling author and a dynamic leader at Iconic Alliance. Imagine turning your passion for authentic connection into a thriving business that revolutionizes how companies engage online. That's exactly what Caitlin did. Stay tuned as we uncover the story behind Social Media Doctor, the power of genuine social media presence, and the journey of an entrepreneur who's making a real difference. So welcome, Caitlin. I'm so excited to have you on here. How are you? Doing good. So good. Thank you so much for the amazing intro. I'm so excited to be here with you. Oh, me too. I'm really excited. So I put some questions together specifically for you, and I want to share that with the audience because we've been working together now a little over two, almost two and a half years, and you've definitely been a light in my life, and I would like to share that. So to kick things off, outside of your clients, when was the last time you interacted with a brand online that you felt genuinely, that felt genuinely authentic to you? So if you had to think about outside of us, because we know you're helping us every day, but let's talk about other people. Um, there are so many brands that like I follow, but like I love Gary B. I love, um, you know, uh, Chris Whitehead. Thomas. Uh, there's just so many authentic brands. Uh, there's, um, oh my gosh, I could go on and on for <laughs> Gary B. Gary V like really is, he's so good at it. And watching him, like, it gets everybody excited. He just has a special connection with people. And I'm sure it wasn't always that way. He's worked on it. He puts out a ton of content now. And, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, I, I do I do a lot, but not even nearly enough compared to him. So I have a lot of work to do. And I'm sure, I'm sure that people feel that way. But he is just, he's himself. And he is as genuine as anyone I've ever seen. Agreed. That's what attracts me to his content. I'm like, oh my gosh, like goals. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's great. So let's so take me back to a moment. The, the moment you decided to start Social Media Doctor, what was the tipping point that made you say, I need to fix this? I need to fix what's happening in social media. So it was kind of like I was attending a event in Florida and I had been helping a few small like people with their socials, but not professionally. Like I wasn't like contracted out. I was more of like just giving my free time to help people. And I realized that I was playing small. <laughs> I realized that um, I had this like aha moment that my purpose on this earth is to help others unmask their hidden truths within them and shine their light authentically online. And so I kind of grabbed a hold of that purpose and went running with it like I had this fire ignited at that event that just kind of set me on this course to like completely change the face of social media <laughs> and so, how, so long I, ago, how long ago was that when did you actually start? um it was about two and a half years ago oh, right almost when we met mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think I met you in Texas right that's when I actually yes. met you so I know starting a business is no small feat what was the significant challenge that you faced while establishing Social Media Doctor, and how did you overcome it? Uh, <laughs> so many have you overcome it? Yet? Um, so <laughs> my biggest challenge was my self belief. 
that would be my biggest one because, you know, who am I? Someone that hasn't gone to college for years or, you know, someone that's only 27 starting a business. Like, who am I to do that? Right. Like, why should I be the one to be an expert in social media? There's so many other people out there. So I had to get really grounded in the belief that I am the expert I am and then also come to uh, terms with what like what that purpose meant and how I could fulfill it. So that was the hardest challenge to overcome. Once I got there, like the momentum started. Of course, there's other challenges that pop up. Like as you grow, oh, I need to hire people. Oh, I need to like do all these other things um, that have been a learning curve. But, you know, it's something that had the, the biggest one was definitely my self-belief. So let's talk about that. So how has your mindset affected your entrepreneurial journey? So how do you get over that? Because there, I'm sure there are plenty of our listeners that have the same feeling. I've been that there myself, you know, that, you know, deservability. I always say like, you know, where I came from to where I'm at right now, where I want to go. Like I'm not there, not even close. And people will look at me and say, you should be happy. But I have so many goals and I just, you know, time is not on our side. As you age, you realize that, you know, that's the one thing we can run out of. And, you know, so I have a lot to do, but tell me about yours and your mindset now where it is. Yeah. So uh, I hired some mindset coaches. I hired some people to help me um, get through that hurdle. But the biggest thing I had to realize was, is that we are the authors of our own story. We are the people that we, we are the only opinion like in our story that matters. There are going to be haters. There are going to be all these people that if we base our self-belief on other people, we're never going to reach our goals because we're always going to be wondering, Oh no, what if they don't like it? Oh no. What if these people don't like it? So you have to start turning inward. And how I started doing that was practicing gratitude daily gratitude, practicing self-affirmations, grounding myself, uh, really throwing myself into my faith, really throwing myself into um, reading more, into listening to podcasts. And I just started learning that the more I self-developed myself, the more my business grew, the more my life changed, the more I started changing this mindset. And most of the time I didn't realize how much it changed till I would look back at my wins and I'm like, holy cow, I like would never have done this six months ago, or I would never have been thought I would have been in this place six months ago. And so it's a gradual effect. You don't always realize the, um, how much you change until you look back and go, wow. And that's where journaling, the gratitude, the affirmations and everything, you can look back and go, I was grateful for this and now I'm here, right? <laughs> yeah, I just listening to you is so much different than when we first met. I can hear your confidence and, you know, we're all going to have days, right, that we shift back a little bit. But I've, I've been learning through what I've learning through self-development is that I can stay in that moment, maybe for a moment or an hour, but I can't live in it. I can't spend my days in it, right? So you, you're going to have things happen. This is this is the life of an entrepreneur, and <laughs> you, you're seeing it. You know, you've been through some things in the last two and a half years mm -hmm. since I've met you. You know, some personal things, some professional things, and you're you're pushing through it. And I, uh, I'm very proud of you. I just wanted to tell you that, just to watch you. How old are you now? Uh, I'm 27. I turned 28 in a month, so we're getting there. <laughs> Look at you. I'm so happy for you. So. What advice would you give to someone looking to make their mark in the social media world? Like give a piece of advice to the audience. 
The biggest mm-hmm. thing that I see people struggle with is um, the ability to put themselves out there, the confidence to get on camera, the confidence to just be themselves. Like they, they think that they have to like be exactly like everyone else and will overanalyze like their posts, overanalyze their content, and then they don't put anything out. So I challenge people like you will suck at first and that is okay. Like if you go back like three years looking at my crazy TikTok dancing videos, like it was, it was bad. It was so bad. But the thing is, is that by starting to put myself out there by starting, right? That's where you, the growth comes because each time you get a little bit better, each time you get more consistent, each time the the real, the posts, the graphics get better. And then like in a year or two, you're, you look back and you're like, holy cow, I can't believe I posted that. But okay, we're, we're past that now. <laughs> yeah, Facebook will not let you forget about it with the memories. Like no matter what, you're uh, going to get those memories. <laughs> yeah. right? You're always going to know. And uh you know, just watching and knowing just our relationship together and watching, you know, the differences in what we're doing. I think we've come a long way. And I think if anybody's out there watching us on social media, I think you can see that we're both as authentic as as we can be. That whole Gary V vibe is happening with us, right? Mm-hmm. So can you share a moment that seemed like a failure at the time, but turned out to be a valuable learning experience? Ooh. Um, so I had... Um, I had lost a client. I mm-hmm. had basically, uh, I had messed up on their, uh, social media experience. I had dropped the ball and I was like, oh my gosh, this is a complete washout failure. Like, I can't believe if I let that go, but that experience actually catapulted me into realizing who my ideal client was. It made me realize that I was working with people that weren't my ideal client. I was doing the, I was taking a dollar to take a dollar at that point. Cause it was like, it's money. You take the money. And, um, so that taught me the importance of working with your ideal client, working with people, um, with coaches, with realtors, with contractors, those were my ideal client. And I was not meant to do all industries. So it helped me niche down and be able to be the expert in certain industries, then be, try to be everything to everyone. Wow, that's great advice. And I think that's what happens even in real estate where I feel like we're like a smorgasbord realtor, like we'll do anything and everything. And once in a while, like it's just too much. You you get so overwhelmed. You have so many things, messages coming at you. And social media, I think is so similar. Like if you, you post something that's not correct in a, in in someone's opinion (laughs) could change the shift of the whole day. Right. Cause you read that and you think, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they said that. Or I can't believe they put that, you know, emoji on there because and it affects people to the point where like I'm at that point in my life at 55 where what other people think of me is none of my business. Right. I've learned that. And I keep, and that's what I learned. It's hard. I mean, there's days that you start to really dig into, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they said that. But you know what? It's really, you're right. It's up to you. You're the author of your story, your Facebook story, your life story. Mm -hmm. And I know you had some personal, you know, some personal issues and some challenging ones. And you have pets. 
how many do you have? Tell us, tell us. Um, we have three cats and a dog. Um, so we used to have two dogs. We have one now. Um, she is the light of my life. She, she's my child. That's just end of story. She's my child. She gets everything. Right now, she's sitting over in the corner on her own futon because oh. that's how spoiled she is. <laughs> but yes, they are. They are. They are our fur babies. <laughs> they, they get everything. Yeah. You showcase them a lot on social media, and it's really, really nice to see. So, you know, when you go through personal issues and you have challenging times, how do the pets help you? Oh, my gosh. So Zola, my dog, she is in tune with my feelings. Like, she, I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I'm pretty sure God, like, just gave her that gift. I don't know. But, like, she just literally will know, and she'll come put her head on my lap and will just kind of look at me like, uh, give me the soft look. And then next thing I know, she's like, you know, basically uh, laying on my lap and doing like this very soft stroke. And so like, she helps ease my anxiety. She helps calm me down. And she knows when I'm having a rough one or when my husband is, uh, cause he's had a lot of challenges as well. And so she just is very in tuned with that. Um, and so when I'm able to calm down, I'm able to think more clearly. That's something that I have had get really like um, that I've seen really play out is um, I used to spend weeks in wallow and self-pity. I used to mm. spend days in wallow and self-pity and uh, going, woe is me in that victim mindset. And now like I give myself like a five minute rule, like, okay, I have five minutes to feel this, like to really just let it, because you can't just bottle it down either. Like that's not healthy. Um, and during that five minutes, I feel it. And then I release it, whether that's through writing it on paper and burning that piece of paper, or, you know, it's just talking it out loud and letting it go. Um, you know, and the pets help with that because it's like, they let me calm down by petting them and things like that. I always say that my dog soothes my soul and he, uh, you know, whenever, he, and I've had some things, you know, too, personally myself and mm -hmm just having them be right there and they don't leave your side. Like when you're upset or sad or hurting, they're like your little house doctor, right? They're always there for you. And, and I do love having pets. And I know one thing about you and social media doctor, you champion authenticity. So how do you ensure that your brand's unique voice and values shine through on social media? How do you do that? So I bring it back to our core values. So that's like, I have our core values at the compass of everything we do. Um, and so when I'm thinking about what I'm going to post, I always double check it in the back of my mind. Like, does this align with my core values? Does this align with our mission of putting the heart back in social media? Because that's our mission. If it doesn't align with those things, then it doesn't need to be on social. Or if it's not in alignment with me, it doesn't need to be on social. That's kind of my uh, moral compass of what goes on there. Yeah, sometimes I will post, uh, you know, a PSA or something about social media, but it's still in line with the brand because it's bringing the authenticity back. That's fantastic. You're doing a great job of it. So when you see a post that someone posts and it's a direct, say, it's a negative message, how does that make you feel? Um, 
I used to get like really riled up and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they posted that and like go down a whole tangent and stuff. But now I just look at it from the lens of like, wow, they must be really going through something to feel that they need to post that. And, you know, I really hope that they work through that kind of thing. You know, I don't try, I, I really in this last year, like changed the lens that I w- look through the world. Um, because so often we get caught up in the he said, she said, or, you know, oh, look at this latest gossip on social media and things like that. And I had to realize, like, what is actually feeding my soul? What is actually helping me grow? And so when I see something like that, it usually doesn't get much of my attention anymore. It's more of just like a, you know, I, I see it from the perspective of like, wow, they must really be having a rough day or they really must be going through something to have to post that, you know, and just scroll past it. You know, if it's something directed at me because, oh, there have been posts directed at me. Uh, same thing. I just go, I breathe. I, I may talk to Scott for a minute and be like, I can't believe blah, blah, blah. But then I, <laughs> I just calm down and I'm like, you know what? It's OK. You know, that is a reflection of what they are feeling right now and uh you know if i just if i respond and go down that path it's just going to feed that and that's not going to help anyone no it's not i remember one time someone posted about uh, something about me on a review and it was so negative so the first thing i did was i responded right back and instead of really thinking it through so i kind of live by these three things i either speak and immediately mm-hmm. or i think about it for five minutes then i react or I don't react at all. So I, I try to live by that. And really in the last probably five years or so, I've not reacted to a lot of things where I just, you know, I didn't do it. I thought it through before speaking. Cause if I speak quickly, you know, what comes out is not always the best thing. You know, so that day I was like, I'm typing a million miles an hour just to get that back and hit the send button. Someone's like, you should have never posted that. It made you look bad. I'm like, oh no. And it was too late. Right. Cause you know, back in the, when we first started doing reviews, you could not edit them. Or yes. <laughs> so I totally understand that. So let's, let's talk a little bit about coaching. You know, as a sports fan, like I've always believed in coaching in my own career in real estate. And I've had coaches pretty much most of my career, maybe a year or two that I took a break, which I shouldn't have. But can you talk, tell me a little bit the kind of coaching that you that you're getting to get you to the point where you are right now? Because there is a significant shift in Caitlin. And uh, tell us about that. Yeah, so I have multiple coaches. I used to think that it was a one coach fix all scenario. And I realized just like with social media, like why I don't help everyone and everybody is um, because there's different things that people are an expert at. So I have a mindset coach, Catherine. She is amazing. She is the one that has helped me really switch my mindset to how it is right now. Um, I would not be where I am without her. And then I have a business coach, Thomas uh, Keenan. And then I also have a fitness coach. And between those three, I'm getting my health and wellness in check. I'm getting my faith, my mindset in check, and then I'm getting my business taken care of. And so I'm getting coached in three different aspects, but they all actually help each other. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, it, like, I always was like programmed. I don't know, thought that first coach you should hire is a business coach. Like you need to grow the business, then you can focus on yourself. It is not true. You need to focus on yourself first and the rest follows. Like that, I've learned that so well. Um, Like that was, 
that was a lesson I learned like early last year and I, I will like preach that from the mountaintops now. <laughs> and I would stand by you preaching with you. That's for sure. So looking ahead, what's next for social media, Doctor? Are there any new projects or goals you're excited about? Oh my gosh, I have so many things in the mix. So I recently hired an editor for my next bestseller. Um, so we're working on that. Um, I just launched our full-scale social media course to go with our mastermind. Right now we have 22 members in that. Um, and then I have uh, my podcast going on. I am going to be doing some live events uh, later this year. Uh, also got my, I'm speaking on stage next month. So that's exciting. Uh, there's just so many exciting things coming up, uh, hiring people to, so that way I can step more in the C CEO role. Um, right now I'm training two people and so all the things are happening <laughs> simultaneously, but we're getting there. Let's remind everyone that she's 27 years old. It's impressive, Caitlin. And, you know, could you just let our listeners how they know how they can connect with you and Social Media Doctor Online? Let's start there before we, we end yeah. this, call, which I hate to do. But yeah, <laughs> how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so um, Caitlin Young Official on any of the socials or Social Media Doctor or Social Media Scaling Secrets. Um, you can go to smdoctor.com for regular social media help. And then for any course or coaching, it's socialmediascalingsecrets.com. So before I finish, I have one more question. How did you come up with the name Social Media Doctor? Um, so really not super inspiring story. I actually, um, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to create this name out of. And, uh, so I paid someone a hundred dollars to come up with a name for me. Like a friend of mine, I was like, I'll give you a hundred dollars right now. If you can come up with a name, they came up with the name. The funny thing is, is that later on we've developed into that name and like, it really makes sense. But mm -hmm. like the very first moment there wasn't like an aha moment it was me going i don't know what to call this so just come up with a name that's so funny because it's such a great name and it it fits perfectly because we all need help right and doctors help and exactly. <laughs> it's just a great name i love it and i adore you and i think you're so great so Basically, there you have it. Another episode of Shine on Success with the incredible Caitlin Young. Her journey from recognizing a gap in the social media marketing world to creating a solution that champions authenticity is nothing short of inspiring. Remember, the key to success is not just hard work, but also the courage to innovate and be true to your values and to get coaching. Then don't forget to connect with her or me on social media to share your thoughts on today's episode. And if you're looking to make your brand social media present generally impactful, you know who to call. Until next time, keep shining and pushing the boundaries of what's possible. Bye.